some softness creeping into the S&P 500 following cues with some weakness. As you mentioned, Bitcoin is back under pressure, but the big picture themes still driving the story, inflation, supply chain, and more. Let's bring in our last guest here before the close. Adele Zuman is a partner at Wall Street Alliance Group on the phone with us. Uh, Adele, thanks a lot for uh, talking with us on this Friday. You point out at the top of your notes that inflation and supply chain constraints are still the number one thing in the market. So how does that inform decision-making and investment themes right now? Because this past five days, we saw some of those inflationary impulses start to fade a little bit, crude, copper, and some others. Great to uh, be with you, Oliver. So, you know, I think that, you know, this inflation theme is here to stay with us. A lot of people are saying that there's been retracement in the commodity prices. But again, look at lumber. Year over year, it's still up more than 200%. Look at copper. Year over year, it's still up more than 90%. And, you know, guess what's going to happen when people, uh, this bonus unemployment benefit finishes? People are going to go back to work, and we are going to get demand-related inflation. And once the Biden administration raises the taxes, companies are going to pass those along to consumers. And, you know, we, we really feel that the two dominant themes in the market right now, number one, inflation, and number two, shortages. And our investment strategies are designed to take advantage of those things. So right now, what is going to still have potential to pay out for an investor that hasn't moved already? We've been talking about inflation for months. We saw the yield move in bonds has slowed. The lumber, just uh, explosive move, also slowing a little bit. Should we take those as signs that something big has already been priced in? Um, Oliver, we feel that there's still uh, opportunities in certain sectors. Like if we take a step back and we look at the shortages, uh, there, there are two types of shortages. One is the shortage that you're looking at in the lumber market. Now, that shortage is something that cannot be fixed in the short term because it takes about 50 years to get a timber, to, get a, to grow a tree that is ready to be harvested for timber. On the other hand, if you look at the semiconductor shortage, that is something that is a capacity issue, and if you invest in it, there, there is potential for that shortage to get fixed. And this shortage started when the tech bubble burst, and at that time, there wasn't enough investment done in semiconductor manufacturing in the U.S., because of which the share, United States share of global semiconductor manufacturing in 1990 was 37%. That now has dropped down to about 12%. So the Biden administration in their infrastructure proposal is looking to address that. And they are looking to spend about $50 billion into infrastructure, which will benefit certain specific companies in the semiconductor space in the United States. Mm. So for these chip makers, there's been two groups we've seen the way they trade. There's the high growth disruptive names, NVIDIA and Advanced, Micro, Xilinx, and then there's the more memory and more commoditized style semis, Micron, and thinking about Western Digital. Now, some of those have gone wrapped up in some of the crypto stuff too lately, but is there a preference within this sector, Adele, on the best way to play it? Yeah, so Oliver, uh, we, uh, we like uh, Intel. You know, Intel has had its challenges with competitors, because, but, you know, it trades at relatively low valuation compared to its peers. 
Uh, it pays a pretty decent dividend, you know. So that is a you know your stable, uh, run-of-the-bell semiconductor company that will benefit. For a little bit more growthy type of uh, semiconductor company, we like On Semiconductor, which is a Phoenix-based company, and they, amongst other things, provide chips to the automotive industry. So they will potentially also benefit from the $173 billion that Biden is proposing to invest in the electrical vehicle space. But Oliver, what we are also seeing is, we are also seeing great potential here for copper. You know, copper is going to play a key role in the green movement that we are going through. You know, just to give you an idea, an electrical vehicle uses about 160 pounds of copper, right? And copper is instrumental in transmitting electricity to wind and solar. So we feel that, you know, copper, although it's run, the prices have run up quite a bit, but we see great potential in this in the coming years in this green economy. I look at the uh, notes in your strategy right now. I see gold in there as uh, an inflation hedge. And this week, of course, everybody's been talking about the breakdown in Bitcoin. Are we learning that that is not an inflation hedge with gold trying to break out? Is gold reestablishing itself? Yeah, we, we really feel that gold is the superior inflation hedge. Uh, and, you know, the, and it's a proven and tested inflation hedge. Uh, you know, with gold, uh, not only is it an inflation hedge, Oliver, it is also... A, a, a hedge against the market falling. And, you know, you've seen how much the market has run up recently. You know, the NASDAQ has had a phenomenal run up over the past uh, five years. It's gone up by more than 170%. And one thing that people are not talking about right now is that, you know, we in the U.S., we are very fortunate that, you know, we've got vaccination rates over 30%. But what about some of the other countries like India or Argentina, where their vaccination rates are still in the low single digits? So if this market drops, uh, we feel that gold will play a very pivotal role in portfolios. And if you look at the past two decades, whenever the market has gone through major declines, gold uh, has invariably either held its value or gone up. So we like the iShares Gold ETF GLD, which uh, tracks the performance of the gold bullion in that space. Mm. Adele, really like the take here. And a nice uh, refresher of the major themes as we close out the market this week. Thank you. Thank you. Adele Zuman is a partner at Wall Street Alliance Group.